Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And uh, here with us today is uh, Trent Innes, Managing Director of Zero in Australia. Thanks for having me on the uh, podcast again, boys. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. We, we actually realized um, the other day because we've, we've got a, another friend of the podcast, uh, Leon Black. He's an IT, um, has an IT business and he's been on the podcast a couple of times. And, and we realized if you include when we had a quick chat to you at ZeroCon, this makes you the most regular guest on our podcast. <laughs> Third, yeah. third, third time lucky. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so that's that's a big deal. That's a big that's deal. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad to be back on again. It's uh, look forward to it, mate. I'm a little bit disappointed. We're on a Zoom meeting right now. I can't see you wearing the two drunk accountants shirt that we gave you. <laughs> Zericon. What's happened with that? No, you know what? I did actually did actually think about it, and I looked for it, and I wasn't able to find it in the uh, <laughs> time that I had between Zoom calls to get to get changed. So uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, I don't have it on, but I will. Uh, I will endeavour to find it later on. I was actually looking for a black one, but I instantly realised it wasn't black. Yeah, yeah. Not black, it's like a bone colour. Yeah, it is. It threw me out. It's and a strange so, colour. Yeah. It is a strange so colour. I did No, I did look for it, but I couldn't find it. And so I've got to go back and look for a bone coloured uh, <laughs> top. But I do definitely have it still. And I, and I, uh, and I wear it with pride when I'm doing gardening. <laughs> That's great. Well, we've uh, we've yeah. done a few uh, runs of merch since then. You can see Tim's got a black one on, and I, I, I've got a jumper here. So you know, maybe one day when we see you again in person, uh, we might update it. You got the hoodie. I see you got the hoodie on there. Yeah, yeah I got a hoodie. Fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. We've got the that whole team. Be, hoodie. That could be handy for you down in Melbourne in the coming think, winter. Yeah, absolutely. I think it could be a bit of a unfortunately a bit of a long cold winter. So uh, anything that would uh, keep us warm would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some scotch and a, and a hoodie might, uh, <laughs> might do the trick. All right. It sounds, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, what is what the Tim, is the Tim and, and Dan Lowe? This is particularly hard to do over Zoom. We've, we've stuffed it almost every time we've had to do this. <laughs> uh, I wish you counted in. Yeah. Uh, Tim, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been a cracking week weather-wise. Loving it up here. Uh, in New South Wales, what's it? What's it like down in Melbourne at the moment? Is it still a little bit warm, or? or? Oh, it started. The, the mornings are getting a little bit crisper at the moment, so the uh, the leaves are coming off the trees. It was, uh, I think, when I got out yesterday for a quick uh, early morning walk, it was uh, it was down to eight degrees. So we're getting we're getting wow. down there. Oof. We're down in the single yeah. digit zone now. We're into that into that zone, That's, but it's yeah. a but beautiful beautiful mornings. So it's actually it's look it's who can complain if you can get out and get for a bit of a walk at the moment in the uh, yeah. current situation we find ourselves in. There's nothing to complain about. Are you finding there's heaps of people out walking at the moment? Or? Mate, I was out on, um, I think it was, we had a stunning day here on Sunday and it was just, it was actually, I, I live near a big park and it was actually yeah. hard to keep the uh, social distancing thing going yeah. because there was that many people out in the park. Um, yeah. So I think people are just taking the opportunity to get out when the, when the weather's good to get some fresh air when they can with their families. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely sure. the same here. We, we, Tim and I both live near a national park and a few bushwalks and things and, um, yeah, you, you, like a path that's built for one person to walk through, suddenly just like a everyone on the weekends just going for that bushwalk. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Let's get out of the house and go for that bushwalk. Yeah. So it's it's really hard to avoid people. 
So people, what I think on Friday is that people have been extremely friendly. I don't know if you notice that at the moment. I know yeah. people are taking a very wide berth around you at the moment, which is a little bit off-putting yeah. to start with. But I think everyone's been pretty pretty nice about that, actually. And it's all there. There's that. There's the understanding nod going on. Yeah, For sure. Yeah, I found people way more outgoing than they usually were. Um, but also, um, they're keen to have a chat. And just like, yeah, how how are things going for you? And like, just just asking you, yeah, how beautiful is it down here? I haven't been down here for ages. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's a bit of fun. I mean, what what's killed me over the weekend though up here? And I think it's a completely different picture down in Victoria, but um, the golf rules. So I've been using golf as an excuse to get out of the house and and feel like life is a bit normal. Um, and they've restricted it to two players per group at the moment. So you just cannot get on a golf course here because it's just packed out on the weekends. Um, but I, if I'm right, I think in Victoria, it's, it's completely banned at the moment. Is that- yeah, I'm surprised by that. So I didn't know that. Now the golf courses here are completely shut. So yeah. uh, it, is not, uh, it is not an essential activity. So it is, uh, they're all, all shut and all, uh, all barred off at the moment. So uh, if you want to get a golf fix, you obviously need to go across to New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's, there just seems to be a weird exception for golf here. Uh, it might, I'm assuming just because it's outdoors, but n- no more than two people in a team. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim, I, I'm, we're in a, a, the same group of friends and they tried to book a, a game on the weekend for a few of them and uh, I think almost every course they called and there's, there's, yeah. there's heaps here on the coast. Um, we're, all, we're all booked. Called about seven. And they're all fully booked all day. So, uh, yeah. Good, good time Everyone's for golf courses in, in New South Wales. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's the, the Tim and Dan though. Tim, I'm not sure we prepared this, but do you have a tight ass tip or a business update? Uh, I don't have a... Well, I mean, just a continuation on from, from last week. Love to know Trent's thoughts actually on this one, if he has any. But uh, the Virgin... Um, the Virgin, I guess, case is evolving. Uh, they've now mm. gone into voluntary administration, I read yesterday. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that, that is an interesting one. I, I know that I <laughs> I have a flight or two booked with them in the next uh, nine months yeah. or, or that hopefully um, I'm assuming they've said there will still be credits and things going out. But I think we're going to be seeing a bit more of this, mm. a bit more of uh, some companies here and there. I mean, it looked like they had been struggling for a while when you actually dig a bit deeper mm. um, into the company. So, this probably just pushed them over the edge. But the fact that f- five of their major shareholders are all foreign airlines as well mm. <laughs> uh, doesn't help. But um, yeah, the government's so far not coming in with a bailout. So, um, tricky times ahead. Yeah. It's definitely sad to see for all the employees. Isn't it? I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. Sure. I, I tend to fly both airlines and sort of mix my mix my business around depending on uh, you know, depending on where, where, I, where I'm traveling to, and uh, I've always found their their crew to be amazing. And For sure, uh, yeah, to, you know, it's it's re- really really sad to see, and it's also you know, just hope, hopefully they find a way to navigate through it because we we clearly need the competition here as well. I think that's uh, yeah, that's probably pretty important as well. So, you know. I only know what I've read in the papers, a bit like yourselves, and seen on the news. But uh, yeah, they, they sound pretty bullish that they'll find a way a way through it. Um, yeah. So I hope that's the case. Yeah, I agree. Um, we'll we'll have to just wait and see what happens. Um, I think it's going to be a tough time ahead for anyone in that tourism industry at the moment. So um, yeah, Virgin in particular. But hopefully, yeah, the staff can. I mean, if if something if worst came to worst, maybe Qantas will expand their services and require. Um, more staff of their own. So, yeah, hopefully it works itself out mm. in due course. Yeah, I hope so. 
Definitely. Uh, do you have a tight ass tip, Tim? I do. I do have a tight ass tip. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are getting uh, getting out walking their dogs at the moment and uh, getting out into nature. So here's one that I've had on the back burner for a little while. Yep. Uh, this week's tight ass tip is make your own long lead. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what, Matt, what, what do you mean by this? Do you just mean right. like a rope or, or what, what do you mean? You're tying belts together that you've got we, in the we, cupboard or what, what are you doing? Yeah. No, well, I went to Bunnings and uh, well, first, first of all, I actually looked online and, and a lot of long leads are quite expensive. If you're looking for something that's 10 meters in length, um, yeah, it's like 60 or $70. Mm. So I just went to Bunnings and got some rope and tied it around like a little a hook, like you would see on a normal lead yep. that, that hooks around the, the collar. Yeah. And then just, I use it to tie my dog up around a tree if we go out somewhere, <laughs> give her the space to roam. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that saved, that saved me a, a fair bit of money, that one. How much was the rope? So that- it's a pretty long rope. Yeah. <laughs> so ten, ten, 10 meters is a fair way. What, what sort of dog is it? Uh, it's a Mastiff cross Kelpie. Although recently found out, maybe it's a American Staffordshire. It, it was a rescue dog. So she's so you're, quite, so you're really not sure. Really not. <laughs> really not sure. Yeah. She could have a lot of different breeds in her. So, um, yeah, she likes to trot around when we're out and about. Within a 10-meter radius. 10-meter radius works for her. <laughs> Although it's a bit sad. She gets caught on little roots and, and um, things on the ground, and then I have to go and untangle her. So, uh, yeah. Is, is this the same rope that you tie up at home when we're on the outdoor couches? It is. Yeah. It's that one. Yeah. <laughs> works well, right? Yeah, but I, I think that one's strategically just long enough so she can't go to the couch, but just before the couch yeah. she can go to, so we can all sit there in peace because she's a, she's a licker. She is a liquor. She likes to get a new grill. Have you got a dog, Trent, at home? I I do have a dog. We've got a uh, a a Cavoodle. He's about uh, he's about eight years old. He's actually really my daughter's dog. He doesn't really like me very much. (laughs) Um, So he basically navigates from my daughter to my to my to my wife, and uh, and he he will um, he will pay me attention if I have food. (laughs) But outside of that, I'm definitely not in his. uh, I'm not in the top. I'm not in the top two. I reckon I'm. I reckon I'm in third or fourth pecking order uh, <laughs> for him, but that's all right. Um, I, still, I still have all the other jobs of feeding and cleaning up after him, so it's, uh, <laughs> that's my contribution. <laughs> nah, he's all right. He's, 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 a good, he's a good boy. He hangs around. I'll tell you what has been interesting, working from home uh, full-time mm. the last couple of weeks, he's just realising how little he actually does. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't do very much. Um, sleeps a he, lot? Sleeps a lot. Yeah, mm. basically, I reckon he sleeps ninety percent of the time. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Tim's dog works from our office every day almost, um, so we do see that. But there's there's a couple of just like a, a few little hours during the day where it might be first thing when she comes in, and then there'll be a couple little hours a bit later on when she gets a bit energetic again. But in between that, just long periods of sleep. Yeah. But you know what, though? A dog always makes you smile. It doesn't matter whether you're, uh, whether you, you've gone on a vacation for three months or you've left the house for three minutes. The level of excitement is exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, try the long lead out if you do uh, get a chance, Trent. And you can even make it yourself from uh, <laughs> right. the supplies of Bunnings, which will save you a little bit of coin in these tough thank, times. Thank you for that. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind when we're up for a new leash. <laughs> <laughs> It may push you up the pecking order a little bit. So uh, that's all. 
Thoughts. I might get invited back for a fourth show. <laughs> <laughs> I met with the dog, but yeah, you, you're always invited back for, for another show. <laughs> I'm still keen, Tim, to uh, make up a bit of a spreadsheet of every one of your tips to see mm. how much, if you did this, say, annually and followed every one of your tips, what you'd actually save. Because I, I think we're probably, we're probably in the tens of dollars. By now? <laughs> oh, at least. At least. Several tens. Several tens, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's, what's been the most popular one so far that you've actually gone, you know what, that's a stroke of genius? <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. I, I, I can't think of one that I would ever describe as a stroke of genius. Um, oh, come on, Dan. But, that's, that's a bit hard. <laughs> but there's been, there's been a, few, a few interesting ones Um We've had a few people write in with some good ones, actually. We had um, we, someone wrote in and said, uh, instead of buying a bag of chips that comes with all the little individual bags of chips, just <laughs> buy a big bag and get uh, recyclable packets because it's cheaper and you just fill your little packet up when you go out and when you come back, you just wash it. Uh, so, that was an interesting tight-ass tip. I reckon mm. that would save you cents. Now, <laughs> my um, my wife's uncle actually is probably one of my most <laughs> actually tips. This one was genius. Uh, this one he, was genius. He he was on the footy show, the NRL footy show back in the day, and uh, they caught him. I think he's a Rabbitohs fan or or something or a Bulldogs fan. One of the more rough sort of fan groups, and he's a diehard fan at that. And he's there um, at the footy. He's got a thermos and he's pulling out hot dogs out of his thermos and making hot dogs <laughs> for all the fellow fans and just handing them out uh, because you know how much a hot dog is at the footy. So, um, so yeah, I think that's that's probably one of my more memorable tips. <laughs> that, that's, that's a pretty good one. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely see that working. Yeah. That definitely works. So. All right. Well, let's, um, let's move into our main topic. Uh, so, the reason we, we invited you on today, Trent, was, yeah, just to chat about Zero's response to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, um, how you guys have been going, what you guys have been doing, because obviously you've been providing a lot of updates for people. There's a lot of um, uh, things you've done in the software that are really going to help, but it would be just, yeah, great to get you on and just chat a little bit about that. And I suppose where we can start would just be, um, yeah, how, from your point of view, how have you guys been responding to the, to the COVID crisis? Look, we're actually look, we're 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 in a pretty fortunate position, really. We've um from the very beginning, we've always you know had had the technology uh, for everyone to be able to work wherever they want to work from. And yeah. so you know, as you'd expect, very cloud based. Um, mm. You know, we've we've always had a, an, an environment where people are able to work from home if they if, if they so wish. I think sure. probably the biggest change was that telling people they had to work from home. Yeah. So going from uh, and that sort of that sort of changes the dynamic of that um, a little a little bit. But, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and thinking, do you imagine if this had been 10 or 15 years ago when we didn't have Zoom, we didn't have Google Hangouts, and we didn't have Google Docs, and we didn't have cloud-based accounting software. And Crazy. You know, we, we wouldn't have been able to do it. No. We wouldn't no. have been able to be productive. And so, yeah. you know, of course, different industries have been impacted by this in different in, in, in different ways and at different, you know, at different scales. But mm. overall, you know, we're actually pretty lucky. You know, we're, we're able to work from home. You know, it's definitely a... There's definitely some competing uh, challenges for the broadband in our house at the moment. So <laughs> you know, I'm fortunate enough to have uh, three children. One has just started tertiary this year, one in secondary and one in primary school. Yep. So they're all learning quite differently. And mm. uh, that has an impact. My wife works full-time as well, so she's on it. So by the time 
you know, there's four or five of us on uh, on on Zoom or Hangouts, and, uh, <laughs> and and the youngest one's trying to sneak away to play Fortnite whenever he possibly can. <laughs> um, you know, that's that's probably the, the only challenge we have. But in the whole scheme of things, you know, we're all we're all, we're all pretty healthy, and uh, people across you know our zero teams are are, are as well. So. Cool. Mm. But it's definitely, definitely, definitely interesting times. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I think we would consider ourselves part of that category as well. The, the lucky ones who have, have been on a journey for a number of years to to get to a point where really we could just work from anywhere, um, as long as we have our computer, or even without our computer, with with a computer, um, we could log into anything that we needed and, and just continue. Um, yeah. But it, but it is interesting to think about the the spectrum of other businesses out there who still wouldn't be in that category. I mean, even accounting firms, there's a there's a spectrum of of older firms who have been around for years who haven't adapted to the to the newer times, and you know uh, they might still get paper files from all their clients and uh, delivery of data files and things like that that they just wouldn't be able to do um, now. Mm. And then the other end of the spectrum is is people like us who who really didn't affect much except for where we're sitting. Um, yeah, although we are seeing now a few weeks into working from home that managing your team mm. is quite a different feel and, and there's quite a different approach required when people are working from home. It's almost like unique for each individual um, that everyone has a different experience when they're working from home, depending on their family situation or their home setup or whatever it may be. Um, have you experienced that at zero with your team? Is and is there any learnings you can share with us? I, 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 I think I think first of all you have to try a bit harder than you ever would. Mm. So I think you know um, you've obviously not got the water cooler conversation going on at the moment. You're not bumping into people in the hallway, so you've actually got to make uh, an, an, an additional effort to make sure you're continuing to uh, stay in touch with people. So like my direct team, we catch up daily. We probably did, we didn't do that historically. We probably caught up every you know. Um, Individually, we might have caught up, but as a team, we probably didn't catch up every day. Whereas now, mm. now we are, and mm. we're getting a few updates. And just things are moving so fast in the government space. So you know, we want to try and keep up to date with that, yeah. uh, and, and just you know, overall how the business is running. But I'm also doing uh, guest pop-ins as well, where I actually don't tell the teams where I just sort of pop in and turn up as well, Al, and uh, <laughs> just sort of check in and see how they're going because you just don't get to you just don't get to talk to them in the kitchen at the moment. So yeah. making sure making sure that we do that and try and stay as connected as a as, as, as we possibly can to them. But what's been fascinating is that um, we actually we use a tool to look at our employee engagement. It's a tool called uh, Office 5 that we've been using for quite some time as we've got bigger and bigger and bigger. It's, you know, it gives me a sort of a high-leveling uh, understanding of the engagement levels and how people are feeling. Mm. Uh, and our engagement's actually gone up. Oh, wow. So during this time, it's actually huh. gone up. I think we've gone through a couple of phases. I think, you know, the first week or two was probably one of a bit of bit of novelty. You know, you often go to work and then uh, – yeah, and then, and and then the reality sets in was like, how am I going to make this work with you know my family around me and the noise yeah. and you know uh, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting in my spare bedroom and what's that yeah. actually what's that going to look like for the next little while? <laughs> and then I, now I think we're actually in normality. We're actually kind of accepted that this is we are where we are. Mm. You know, we're, we're we're reasonably lucky. We're making it work. I mean, now yeah, you know, I think my my key message to all of our people to so far has just been just do the best you can. You know. Mm. Do the best we can. That's that, that's all we can ask yep. at the moment. We've all got different scenarios and different situations, and uh, yeah. there's lots of pressures on us. There's lots of pressure on, on you guys at the moment and in your industry. I mean, you're getting you're getting slammed by clients wanting information at the moment, and yeah, that's yep. all flows through us as well. And yeah, you know, just, we can all just do the best we can possibly do. That's and that's all we can ask. That's true, and I think uh, as a whole, I think everyone I've spoken to has been really understanding of that as well. Um, clients, colleagues, the team, the wider community—everyone's pretty um, accepting that right now is a pretty 
strange time. <laughs> yeah. And that everyone's going to struggle in a different way. So, um, yeah, that is interesting to hear. So, you haven't, there's nothing in particular, or there's no secret recipe you guys are running at the moment for your team um, st- performance from working from home. It's just, yeah, keeping it simple, just touch base and, and try and. Just keep it. Just keeping it simple. Making sure we're watching out. I mean, there's always going to be, a, you know, there's always going to be certain people, certain groups that are potentially going to be more vulnerable than others, and just making yep. sure that you're ramping them up. We've had a few people that came back from being overseas, and we're putting, you know, had to go into quarantine, so we yeah. make extra sure that we're looking after them because they, you know they're a bit, they're a bit isolated, uh, and just making sure we're watching out for each other as well. But it's a, you know we, as an organisation, we've always been very values led, and it's yep. you know the, the values have really shone through at the time. And actually. I actually couldn't be prouder of our team, to be honest. I think they've done an amazing job. And in fact, yeah, their ability to work to work from, you know, in from home and their ability to actually, you know, team together and get some really cool stuff done has been um has been exceptional. So I really, mm. really, really couldn't be happier than Mm. That's awesome. I think, yeah, um, um, yeah I, I think that's yeah. right. That um, you know, and we'll get into what exactly you guys have been doing to help people and, and assist people and businesses during this time in a second. But yeah, I, I think it's 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 right that you guys have been able to do all of this, and then to think that you've, a lot of people have been doing that from home is is quite interesting to think True. about. And it, what's even more fascinating for me as well is even though we're obviously. Um, a lot, a lot, lot, lot smaller than you guys as a business, but it, it's the same kind of journey. There was that first couple period a week where it might have been a bit of a novelty for us to be at home, where it was, mm. oh, this is this is a bit of fun, you know, we're all from home, like, ah, hey, this yeah. is great. Uh, let's let's put funny backgrounds on on Zoom and and say Dan <laughs> stinks is his name and things like that. Um, and then it turned pretty quickly into, all right, well how does this actually work? What am I actually doing? What do I need to be achieving every day? How, how do I plan this? And one of the biggest things we miss is, as you said, you know, the water cooler chat. Um, you know, we have, we've had a ping pong table for years. We haven't been playing as much lately, but for a long time, that was kind of the place where we'd chat with each individual employee for, a, you know, for, for 10 minutes while we had a game, we'd, we'd just have a chat. How they're doing? Mm. What are they up to? Um, they can, you know whine about something that they're unhappy about or they can talk about something they're really happy about you know it's just a chance to have a chat and catch up it's a chance to have a chat and then instantly put them in their place (laughs) yeah exactly just make sure they know that i'm the dominant uh (laughs) player in the office um but and but but that's the thing that's been missing um and i think we've been doing things like daily zoom chats as well and and trying to keep up the team and now we're we're trying to do individual chats as well not just as a group but also catching up with every person individually um Mm. so it's just i think it's just more communication more effort to make sure you're keeping in touch and make sure everyone's okay yeah and that that was we we were definitely communicating um as you know as much as we possibly could being very open and transparent with what's with what's going on you know because people it it all it impacts people differently Mm. and and so it's just a matter of how do you how how do you actually make you make sure you keep the communications up to date but also, I think just um, you just got to try harder. It's just harder than you probably would normally try. Yeah. You just don't have that. It's almost a little bit more. It's a little bit more forced, I think, in some ways. But 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 it, but it can be done. And we're like that's before. We're very lucky. We've got some amazing tools that allow us to do that as well now. Yeah. There's so many different communication channels that you can use to, to stay to stay in touch with your teams and your and your clients and your customers. And so we just you got to leverage those as much as we, much as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. So, moving moving forward, then, uh, as you said, you know, your, your team has been doing some some great things while while working from home and 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 achieving some some really good things. So, let's let's dive into what that actually is. So, 
a number of things that obviously I've seen is is the JobKeeper um, updates in the software to allow people to identify potential employees that that might be eligible for the JobKeeper payment, uh, the turnover calculator, uh, the step-by-step guide on how to go about it. Um, all these things have, have popped up really quickly and um, are a huge help. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get a bit more information about that whole process. Yeah, so the team the team have rallied really quickly. And so, look, we are well aware. Um, I met with our um, – we have a thing called XPAC, which is our Zero Partner Advisory Council. So I met with them uh, a couple of weeks ago and I've been on a couple of uh, – we called Zero Hours, which is basically a – uh, a Facebook group, a Facebook live Facebook group where we actually talk to you know our partners live, and they've been in our on our community groups a lot as well. Uh, and the overarching feedback is that you know our accounts and bookkeepers at the moment we're just getting overwhelmed with the amount of information that's coming down the line. So mm. we've been working really closely with government. We've got a really strong relationship with government, anyhow, as as you would expect, mm. because you know, it's quite a compliance heavy solution that we that, we're, that we build. Mm. And so we've spent a lot of time. We spend a lot of time with government already, and so we've got to, we've got to, we're very fortunate to have a lot of those relationships already. So it was really the, the key thing for us to start with is once our people were set up, and yeah, we wanted to make sure our people were set up and, and they could actually continue to do their their jobs. We wanted them to be able there to be able to support our customers and our partners. Was then how do we um, how do we then mobilise them to actually help distill a lot of that information down to our to our partners, especially and, yeah. our, and, our, and our small business customers, and also then once we actually understood what needed to be built, how turning it around as quickly as we possibly could, but mm. also making it as easy as we possibly could yeah. as well. I think there's a lot of information flowing around out there and it's been rolled out super quickly um, yeah. and not just from a government perspective, but then, you know, being able to actually build that, run education programs about it, put help guides together on it. And so it's all about how you bring all that together and trying to make it as easy as possible we can for it and, you know, really try and connect as many people as we can to the stimulus that's coming down the line. Yeah, and, and yeah. So that's that's... Something, you know, that connection you guys have to those external parties like the government, you know, heavily compliance figures, as you said, we've spoken to, to Matt Prouse before on the podcast um, about working with the industry and, and those relationships that you do have. And I think that has been extra handy right now because there's information that we've all been struggling to get our hands on. You know, I saw in one of your help guides specifically about um, uh, the timeframes that you should be posting the top up payments for April. Um, you couldn't get that information anywhere else. You know, I, mm. we couldn't find it, but it was because we have to actually do it in the software that there was a bit of a guide on that. Um, mm, yeah. And yeah, so things like that. We've, we've, we've got some real experts on that stuff. Mm. We, uh, so we develop all about we develop all the payroll here in Australia, so it gets developed locally. And uh, cool. Yeah, the, the payroll team. You know, I mean, everyone's doing it tougher than us. So I don't want to call out that you know Zero is definitely doing it any, any harder. But a lot of our payroll team. Pretty much, we're working 24 hours a day mm. the whole way through the Easter period just to, just to, to get that done because they uh, they basically got the specs for JobKeeper from the ATO on the Thursday afternoon before Good Friday. Oof. <laughs> wow. So, that, so and that's and, and look, the government's trying to act as quickly as they possibly can, yeah. as well, which is the right the right thing to do. So mm. the team really rallied behind that and, and worked worked through uh, as much as they possibly could to get out uh, to get it done as quickly as they could and get and get it rolled out and live and. Uh, so far, the feedback's been really, really, really positive. Yeah, no, I think it's been really impressive how quickly, you know, uh, the government makes an announcement without any legislation. We all <laughs> see the holes in it. Then the, the, you know, the, then, then we get the legislation and then somehow the ATO have to interpret what they're going to do with that. 
And then you guys have to decide how to then provide that information. So that's happened in a very quick space. <laughs> you yeah. know, normally it's these a, things would be planned. Weeks. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, it, it took for a, it took for a couple of weeks to, to, to roll it out. So it's definitely put the definitely put the pressure on. But you know, mm. uh, that's okay. It's got to be it's got to be done. And uh, you know, the, the, you know, as I said before, the attitude for the team around that's been really really positive. Is there uh, any thoughts around doing sprints like that for future product releases? It's interesting you say that. I mean, the product teams, even though they're working remotely and you know, they're doing some fantastic stuff, they've been really, um, it's really galvanized them. It's really yeah. galvanizing, given them that they can, they could see what they're working on is going to have a massive impact and yeah. how important it was. And it's really, they're really pumped about it. And they're really, so, which, which is fantastic. And, uh, um, I take I take I take your point on board, but uh, it's always uh, it, there's always competing priorities for, <laughs> for sure. No, nah, yeah, for we, sure. Nah. We'd, we'd all yeah. like to say thank you to the good folks working 24 hours a day trying to get trying to help yeah. us out. Definitely, uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's actually been um, it's amazing for us as as the middle the the meat and the sandwich, I suppose, um, to be able to confidently say to our clients who are using Zero. There's going to be tools in your software which will help you to do this, um, and and either that's going to mean that we can help you at a, at a for the people who are really um, in a tough time, help you at a cost effective price or for no price if that's what it has to be. But um, but yeah, it, it's 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 amazing that that yeah you guys responded so quickly. So that's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but the, the team the team really appreciate that. But as always, keep the feedback coming through. If there's other stuff that that, that we can do, because I'm sure there'll be more changes come through. Uh, I know we've already. We released uh, earlier this week the um, you know, the ability to be able to actually look and see if uh, if you're eligible for for, for a job keeper. Yeah, uh, and, a, and it's going to be yeah, they'll continue to update that that query as well. Yeah, there was the turnover calculator, which which is Correct. already says just under it that you can um, that that's going to be updated later to allow you to do other months as well. So that'll be something Correct. that's good. Correct. Yeah, they're, work, they're, work, they're working on that as we speak. Yeah, that's great. That's so what a good time for the ATO to have online services um, updated as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's just fortunate that that that's all rolling too. So, well, um, that's part of the other thing as well. And I saw some numbers come out today in relation relation to employment numbers at the moment, and just uh, you know some of the things, that the, some of the impacts that's actually happening from to the unemployment rate, and uh, the ability to actually analyze that quickly through the data that's coming through STP mm-hmm. would not have been available, you know, twelve months ago. True. Mm, true. Been there. And so their ability to actually aggregate and, and look at that data and then be able to slice and dice it to actually help shape some of the stimulus and uh, yeah, and, and also potentially identify some of the areas that are green shoots as well is really super important. And true. Th- that's something that we were going to ask you about is I, I know Zero often you guys have the, the small business reports that you guys put out and the industry reports that, where you get all the data and you aggregate it and you, you report these things. Are you or have you been asked or are you already providing that kind of data to people like the government to help with that decision making? Yeah, so we should always really clarify. We don't, we don't, we don't give data out. We give out, we give out insights. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's quite, 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 quite a, a different thing. But it's always aggregated yeah. and, and, and anonymous. But For sure. you know, we are, we are definitely working um, with, with, with government um, in relation to trying to help identify. You know what's what's going on out there at the moment at an aggregate level for for, for small business, um, and you'll start to see some updates coming through from us. You know, hopefully shortly. We're just uh, analysing it. Does as you probably appreciate, accounting records generally need to take a month to flow through mm. uh, in terms of reconciliation. And so yes. I'm, I'm giving away the fact I'm an accountant here, but you do have to, <laughs> wait. You do have to kind of wait till some of that stuff flows through um, in accounting records. And so some people um, don't tend to do all their reconciliations as quickly as they possibly can. But with the yes. best period coming up, that should uh, that should help. 
hopefully all take care of itself and there should be a lot to date soon. Yeah, yeah no, cool. definitely. Uh, so what are the, some of the other things Zero might be doing? I know that you guys had a plan to up some prices and things at some point. I believe that's, that was pushed back a bit. Is that right? Yeah, no, so we definitely look. We made an announcement really early on when this started to un, uh, unfold that we were we were putting that on on hold. So mm. we uh, we did have a we we did have a scheduled uh, price change coming through, but we've uh, we put that on hold for the time being. Uh, we also launched launched uh, the business continuity hub, which uh, that sits yeah. on Zero Central, and mm. there's like a, a mountain of information in there as well. Uh, we're running lots of uh, lots of webinars at the moment, and not just not just at a federal level, but actually running them down to a state level. As well, because yeah. there are some nuances in each state. As mm, well. Absolutely. So, you know, making sure that people are across, you know, everything they're eligible for potentially or could potentially uh, uh, get access to, right down to right down to a state level. But yeah, mm. really, all that information is there. And then on top of that, we also launched a, a, a dedicated customer response team as well. So if you know, a, if a customer or a, or a partner wants to understand what their options are around this time, they can they can reach out to our customer response team, and they'll be able to help them out and, uh, and and talk through what their options are. So uh, that that's team's cool. there ready to help as well. No, that's good. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, I, we definitely hear you about the uh, the nuances from state to state. And we, mm. you know, being the industry that we are and, and how we've set up our business, we're New South Wales based, but we do have clients in Victoria. We do have clients in, in Queensland and, and other states. And we do we did a webinar on uh, on all the stimulus packages and things that are out. And yeah, just trying to cover off what each state is doing. <laughs> it, w- it would have taken us hours to get through that webinar. So we, we just yeah. kind of had to summarize it. But um, yeah, it is it is quite difficult to give advice uh, on all those different things. There's a lot of information out there. Yeah, I was going to ask you actually, how, how, how are you actually, how are you finding your way through all that information at the moment? Because there is, there is a mountain of information out there, but you, we've got to act quickly. I mean, this is, um, this is yeah. you know, I, I, hate, I hate using the word unprecedented because we've been using that word over and over, but uh but we are, but the reality is we are in unprecedented times and there is, you know, how you actually find your way through all that information is clear. So, yeah, that's really kind of what we're trying to do is help, is help, help there as much as we possibly can because we, we definitely hear that coming through loud and clear from our accountants and bookkeepers. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, for us with the podcast, I mean, that's been a big thing um, that we can share some information with with our audience it's just so happened that we we have the listener group that we have and and that we have the channel here and so we found it really useful to be able to have people such as yourself we had a, an economist on um we've been doing updates around the different government announcements uh we had a hr lawyer on so <laughs> uh really trying to get topical information around coronavirus um and everyone's been more than forthcoming to provide that uh, I, think, I, I, think, I think it's definitely shone through. We're, we're all we're all in this together, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's been our our point of view um, even before the coronavirus. I guess that's the whole reason we have the podcast in the first place. Is just give out that those tools and information that people need to get through it, and and more than ever, it's it's important. Speaking yeah, of, really, oh, okay. yeah, you go, Trent. No, I was going to say. I mean, I think we've really noticed as well as we've got an, uh, we've got a community group on Facebook where we have a lot of accounts and bookkeepers. Yeah. Um, you know, they actually have a lot of conversations together. We just found the uh, the amount of interaction on there at the moment just skyrocketed. Um, they're just this, yeah. they're, they're really reaching out and looking to support each other, which is really good to see. It actually it's quite uplifting reading through it. It's one of the uh, my daily habits uh, reading, <laughs> nice. reading, reading through that online. It's, it's one of the great ways that I get feedback about what's going on out there and just the uh, interactions there at the moment are, uh, are re- really really pleased to see everyone's supporting each other, which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. And have you heard much from um, the teams in different countries from Zero about how it's going overseas? 
Yeah, yeah. So look, I look after um, I look after Asia as well. So it seems like mm. I've been having uh, meetings around uh, originally coronavirus, and then we started then we started calling it COVID nineteen after that. I think, but they, I started having meetings on this really or updates probably late January. Wow. So you were sort so, of aware of how of the implications of what it could be. Um, yeah, back then. Almost. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. So we we um, we basically shut down our Hong Kong office first, and so that was kind of the, that was wow. that was on the. Um, really based on government recommendations and then Singapore um, after that. And so they've been in, they've been pretty much out of the office now since oh, pretty much the middle of Feb. Wow. And I think Singapore announced today as well, they've just extended by a month. So they'll be, they'll be out of the office until, um, until early, um, early June, I think. And so mm. definitely impacting different countries in different ways. They've definitely, unfortunately seen that they, they look like they're on recovery, but they've seen a bit of a spike, unfortunately, up there, yeah, right. um, at the moment, based on what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, we've got offices, of course, in the um, in the US, in the UK, and other places around the world as well. And they're all experienced it in in in, in, slight, in slightly different ways, but there are a lot of consistencies as well. Mm. Yeah, it only just appeared to me that you know I'd only been considering Australia, but the zero developer development team in the different countries must be trying to respond in a similar way that they have in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So the business continuity hub that we put together actually has very specific content for each country, and then mm. within each country, right down to the actual region level as well. So depending on yep. what needs to be done in, in in each location, but you're correct. Yeah, we are we are having to look at each at each country, but that's it's okay. It's part part. We do we do that for our compliance based work already. So we actually yeah, exactly. set up to be able to do that. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no. Well, um, I think yeah, it's 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 amazing having you on to discuss what's happening uh, in the product, and we're we're pretty thankful that a lot of our clients use zero, <laughs> and that we 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 use zero. Um, so yeah, thanks thanks for coming on, Trent, and having a chat. No, it's about, a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Look, I mean, I just yeah. uh, hopefully hopefully you guys stay safe. Um, I mean, that's yeah. that, that's that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm. we do everything yep. we can to support support our customers as best we can through this. But uh, at the end of the yeah. day, the most important thing is we you know, that we stay safe. We'll get. We'll, we'll get we'll get through this. I um, mean, I looked uh, we get some numbers the other day around other scenarios that have happened over the journey. I remember I do remember I kind of just got employed at the tail end of the last recession, and uh, I remember yeah, right. Comcast, and I remember uh, GFC. And what was fascinating after all those scenarios was that actually out of the uh, at, 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 out of out of the turmoil uh, rose small business, and I think yeah, right. we'll find mm. that, that, that will happen again. And so we just got to get through this um, as best we can and uh, I'm sure we'll ride it out together. Yeah, exactly right. Tim and I often laugh that um, we graduated high school of the year that the GFC happened. So we um, we we were we were born into the employment in, uh, into our employment in this, and uh, we, we uh, we've known nothing else. <laughs> uh, I, I, now, I now feel super old. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Dan and I usually, except Dan and I usually say it in a Bane voice. We were born in the global financial crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, where can where can uh, people listen to this? Uh, go find those webinars that you guys may have been putting on, or, or future ones, and and the the business continuity hub and, and that information. Where can people find yeah. it? So Business Continuity Hub is on uh, is on Zero Central. So if you just search for that online, you'll you'll find it. So Business Continuity Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, but also, of course, if it's actually clients out there, yeah, go and speak to your accountant or bookkeeper. They're uh, they're busy, but they're best place to be able to help you as well. They've got they've got the latest update information to be able to give some advice on, on what's best for you. Yeah, perfect. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, finish up the main topic there. 
just quickly, Trent, I know I think we might have surprised you with this last time as well. Uh, Tim, do you, ha- do, do you have another thing quickly? I, I actually do. I've uh, found an awesome new show on Netflix this week um, called The Last Dance. Have you guys seen that? Have not or seen it. Heard of it? No, I haven't seen that. So um, it sounds like a dancing show or, or something like that, but it's actually a sports documentary about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls ah. through their successful... Um, oh, I've, like, heard, I've heard about that. It's, it's meant to be really good. It's, uh, it's on my list. It's brilliant. It's so good because I kind of missed... I missed all... I was born in 1990, so I wasn't really you know, aware of basketball or, or Michael Jordan other than... Um, the the Bugs Bunny uh, Looney Tunes uh, Space basketball. Jam Space, Space Jam, Jam. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was my first Michael Jordan experience but it's just so cool seeing some of the live footage behind the scenes and then go and see him go out and score like 65 points in a playoff match it's he just ridiculous he, he was unbelievable he was a, he was a freak he's just the, yeah. next, the next, next, next level and I think uh yeah, I probably I remember him being around, but I probably wasn't a massive basketball fan then. I've yeah. sort of got sort of probably fallen in love with basketball basketball in the later years um, with my yep. kids playing it. But yeah, he he was some of the footage of him playing was just next level. Crazy, just crazy. So that's he's, been awesome. His vertical leap was unbelievable. It's just because he's he's like six four or six five. Which is really tall, but compared to Scotty Pippen, who was his number two guy, who's about another foot on top of him, <laughs> he's not that tall. Um, but then there was footage in the first episode of him blocking someone in a college game, and he actually jumped so high, he hit the back of his head on the backboard. Oh, that's how high he was when he did it. Um, just ridiculous. So that's, that's been really cool. To, I recommend it if you guys... All right, I definitely, I definitely, I've, I've just finished Ozark, so I've just taken me a while yeah. to get through that, but I'm, uh, I've, I've finished that. No, that's good. Yes, Ozark, the dark accountant, dark accounting. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Money laundering. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm recommending that by any way. That's a good show. Um, my other thing this week, I'm not sure if I've ever said this one before. I started reading it ages ago and then I stopped and then I've picked it back up again and it's it's really good. It's it's a book by Carl Sagan uh, and it's called uh, The Demon Haunted World, uh, Science as a Candle in the Dark and it's all about pseudoscience and uh, why people are susceptible to it and, and tools that you might uh, use in everyday life to kind of cut through um, kind of I guess what we'd call these days the fake news based on based on pseudoscience and it's quite quite um, fascinating especially in in these times with a lot of information out there about coronavirus and and things out there so yeah it's it's quite quite a good book I'm enjoying it did you see the um, World Health Organization today said um, they're pretty sure it came from a from an animal not a lab yeah, that said, it came yeah. from a bat, and then uh, yeah, and then yeah, I think the uh, the conspiracy theorists out there are saying, nope, it was a lab. <laughs> <laughs> well, your book and the rules from that, I'm sure, would come in handy. They would, yeah. they would. Um, Trent, have you been listening to anything, watching anything, doing anything? Oh, obviously, like I said, I just finished Ozark, so that was yeah. definitely one that I watched. And that had been on my list for a while. Uh, I'm always reading a few books. Like, funny enough, I'm actually reading the book at the moment called The Hard Thing About Hard Things, which I have read before, but I'm right. reading it again, and it's quite an interesting book at, at, at this time. Mm, okay. Um, so, What's that all about? So basically, it's, it's, it's exactly as it says. It's basically mm. um, a lot of stories around, uh, around predominantly tech industry companies, but mm-hmm. about um, you have basically the hard thing about hard things. So it's really mm. that in hard times, you have to make hard, hard choices and hard decisions. And yeah. it's, um, so it's quite, it's quite, quite a good word. It's not, it's not a, it's, 
it's more uplifting than it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's actually it's actually quite quite a interesting book. Uh, cool. Believe it or not, I'm actually back on the Rubik's cube. I'm determined <laughs> to be able to. I I cannot remember. I used to be able to do it as a kid, and I cannot remember how to do it. So uh, <laughs> watching my, my the YouTube, son and I, I've got a yeah. It's a bit of a cheat thing, actually. So <laughs> it's funny you say that. I um. Because that's what my son said straight away. He's 10 and he said, no, I'll just, I'll just go and watch YouTube. But actually, I bought him the book. I'm making him read the book. Nice. But I reckon nice. as soon as my back's turned, he's probably on the YouTube. But that's a bit of a cheat's way. You need to read the book. And uh, interesting, you touched on this before, but we have a uh, we have an intense family ping pong tournament going on. Uh, uh, awesome. And... Uh, that's 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 um, just trying to keep keep the time flying by as well. But it's uh it's been it's been quite uh it's been quite highly fought. <laughs> Have you noticed the skills getting better amongst the family? Or well, it was funny. I know I first started playing with my my younger son. I was, I was being a bit kind to him, but now he's hitting top speed forehands, and so uh, <laughs> so that's not going to last very long. I wouldn't have thought. And uh, no, I need to I need to my game. So I reckon by the time we're out of this. That's great. I used to actually, when I was younger, wait until my dad had had three or four beers and then challenge him to a game of ping pong then. So uh, I learned that he was a lot weaker <laughs> on the table at that time. Well, we, can, we can recommend a website, uh, Ping Skills, and uh, it'll teach yeah. you everything you need to know. Yeah. Ping Skills. All right. Ping I'm, skills. I'm writing that one down. I'm on, I'm on there uh, later today. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, definitely. Although, quick, quick funny story. I, we only just bought the table. It arrived last week, and uh, at the moment, obviously, you can't get deliveries brought to your front door. And so I got a text message saying, uh, we've, we've delivered your package, and uh, I've got four or five steps out the front of my house that you've got to get up. And I went downstairs. It was in one box. It was 120 kilos. So that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't ideal. But anyhow. No, that's not ideal. Did you have to put it together? Was it was it flat packed or? It was flat packed. No. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a whole not, other thing. <laughs> it, was, it, it was an assignment. It was all good. That's we'll, great. Have to, we'll have to check where you got it from because we're looking for one for the office, actually. Yeah, so, we, uh, we recently expanded, which meant the area that our ping pong table office was is now desks. Um, so mm. we've decided to knock out a wall <laughs> to make room for the ping pong table. <laughs> well, fair enough, too. Fair enough. You need to get your priorities in order. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thanks, Trent. Thanks for coming on. It was great uh, to chat to you. We appreciate you coming on and, and telling us everything Zero is up to. And um, yeah, we hope to, to speak to you again sometime soon and hopefully back in person in the in an office somewhere yeah no that'd be that'd be great thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it no worries oh my god i just realized zero con zero con uh. <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking oh we'll see him at zero con uh, we'll have to wait and see i hope so <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll have you'll have to wait and see <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks Trent, and we'll uh, chat to you later all right thank you bye hey.